0: Welcome to the Hallmarkies Podcast. I'm really excited today. Today's going to be kind of a a different podcast than we sometimes typically do. Uh, We are going to be catching up, both in review and preview, with tons of stuff. (laughs) It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm Rachel, and Amy is here.
1: Hey, guys. What's up? (laughs) Yes, Amy. So how have you been doing? Uh, Great. (laughs) Great.
0: good
1: I never know uh, how to answer that question I know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and it's still pretty hot there in California right um yeah it's just gonna get hotter and um hotter and hotter (laughs) I think it's like 85 right now or something ridiculous oh Oh, no 75 okay I'm misconstruing we have been having humidity which is weird but yeah
0: yeah when I was there the couple weeks ago it was very humid I mean of course I'm from Utah which is very dry and so mm-hmm. it but it was it was hot it was humid and my friend Jen who you met in our newcomers podcast mm-hmm. she was just at Disneyland and was just saying how it's like <laughs> it's just like what is this July
1: what is going on see I don't get it because we normally have no next to no humidity almost ever mm-hmm. so it's been a really weird summer yeah yeah yeah
0: Definitely. Uh, And I mean, that is one nice thing about living in Utah is that you do get the seasons, you know, there's summer, there's fall, there's, and sometimes I'm not as excited about winter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, our seasons are like, kind of spring, summer, football, like two weeks of rain, and then it goes back to spring. Right. Yeah. (laughs)
0: yeah i mean that's why i think it's such a blessing that we have christmas in december Mm -hmm. if they were doing obviously the real birth of christ if they were celebrating it, that would be in in the spring uh but i'm glad that they have it in december because it would be such a downer winter (laughs) at least here it would be if you didn't have christmas to kind of make you feel happy because yeah can
1: you imagine if you like didn't ever get any work, days of work off or anything. Yeah, and you just had to go to work and school and suffer through the whole winter. <laughs>
0: yeah, it would be awful.
1: Yeah. I, mean,
0: I mean, I'm grateful to have my birthday in January because at least that's kind of a second little thing to kind of break up. Because, yeah, otherwise, especially here in Utah, when the the snow fall gets kind of gray. And mm-hmm. sort of like, uh, it's it's not as magical as it is on Hallmark Christmas movies. <laughs> Isn't the smell? So yeah. Well, I
1: mean, it's not really magical when you wake up in December and all you're wanting is like you know hot chocolate, but it's it's 90 degrees out. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So this episode, we are playing catch up with a lot of things, and there are a couple things I just wanted to talk about that are kind of random, but one exciting thing is I got a really fun article published in the Utah number one newspaper, the Desert News, uh, on the uh, Hallmark Christmas announcement, Christmas slate. And don't worry, we're going to be doing our previews. uh, We've already been planning them. It's going to be very exciting. If you want to check out uh, the list on this desert news article of all of the announcements, plus my top three most anticipated of all 40. Uh, I'll put a link in the description. You can check that out. It was very exciting for me. It's the second article I've had published at the desert news, which was definitely a big career goal of mine. And uh, so I'd love for anybody listening to check out that article and, uh, and definitely yeah, let us know what your top three most anticipated are. Uh, so yeah I wanted to put a little shameless plug in for that
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's very
0: good everyone should go read it thank you and then uh, the other thing I wanted this is way way past doing but I wanted to give a shout out to our friends uh, Jackson Shaw over at the bubbly sesh because uh, they, this is a couple of uh, this was in August I they were in town filming a uh movie that they have a small role in with uh Aaron Cahill coming up in this fall season I forget the the name of it but they were in town and so I scheduled a uh little uh dinner so we could meet and, and uh and talk shop I guess <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they had obviously gotten to know Erin while filming the movie Erin Cahill, and they told her that I was a big fan of hers and that I really liked Last Vermont Christmas. And I, I guess most people didn't like it, but I liked it. <laughs> and uh, anyway, they told her that. And I, I, I and uh, so I we were eating uh, we were eating dinner and. <laughs> and shawl she kept saying oh there's this we're working on this interview and you know how interviews can be they're just really hard to pin down because she kept having to you know look at her phone and i was like oh i totally get that <laughs> and, and and so then they so Jax shows me a little video that they she had of erin uh saying hey i wish i could you know be there to say hi and just wanted to give you a little shout out whatever and while she's showing me the video in walks Aaron Cahill into the restaurant <laughs> <laughs> and it was I mean I, I feel like I'm a pretty hard person to surprise uh, but my mouth was wide open I was shocked it was such a fun moment they did such a great job surprising me and Aaron couldn't have been sweeter and nicer and uh, hopefully we can get her to come on the podcast sometime but it was a really fun thing and people don't tend to do stuff like that for me. So I was, I was really grateful. It was really fun. And so anyway, I just want to say thanks to Aaron and Jackson Shaw for that fun, fun surprise. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> And uh that was I like talked.
1: fun. Yeah. And honestly, I had forgotten that it happened at this point. So when you started talking, I was like, what is she gonna thank them for? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I know it's long overdue on the podcast, and I just <laughs> haven't had a spot to kind of talk about it. And so thank you very much to shawl check, <laughs> check out the we'll put a link down to the bubbly sesh uh if you are interested. And and uh, and to Erin as well, because that was just a delight. and so there we go that's kind of two little fun things to talk about and so what we're going to do is we have uh, a bunch of different stuff that we're going to review do quick reviews on and uh, and then we have some stuff we're going to preview and honestly the previews they're they're mostly for the mysteries and Mm -hmm. I don't even know when we're going to have a chance to actually review them with with christmas starting basically at the beginning of October. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. Um, But we'll do our best. (laughs) Um, So uh, we are going way back in the first thing we're reviewing because we have never reviewed the Christmas uh, Christmas camp on this podcast. (laughs) Wait, we haven't? No. And so we previewed it, but we never reviewed it and so let's talk a little bit about christmas camp and so this was the christmas in july film they they had it filmed in last year but then hallmark didn't option it for countdown for christmas and so then it came out as this christmas in july and and e, ew had announced two christmas in july movies uh but merry christmas match got moved to uh, the um uh, the regular the prime time yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Christmas Camp it is written by the same person who did the Christmas Prince
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: series for Netflix and uh, it's about uh, to get a big promotion Haley an advertising executive specializes in social media and all things hip must land a toy company that is all about traditional Christmas as an account so she ends up going to Christmas Camp uh, to as part of uh, proving that she's old-fashioned and connect or whatever with this account, and she ends up meeting Bobby Campo, who's the son of the people who run the Christmas camp. And uh, so, Amy,
1: what did you think about Christmas camp? Well, um, you know, it's been a while, but <laughs> I, I I recall enjoying it. No, I'm um, I I did think it was cute. It was just. You know, I didn't really get into it because it wasn't Christmas time. It was July. There wasn't a lot else going on. Like, there wasn't other Christmas new things. I don't know. I just really didn't get into it as much. But I do think it was a cute premise. I like the idea of Christmas camp. I think that would be something fun to do as a family. Mm -hmm. Like, go to that camp, do all those activities. I did enjoy the activities and the different, um, you know, when they were, like, talking about, like, hope and thanks and different things like that. I enjoyed that a lot. Um. Not hugely great chemistry between the two, I don't think, mm-hmm. but it was just it was cute. I like the idea of it. Um, you know, not my favorite. Also, it was July and um, it's been a while. Yeah, so who wrote this summary? All things hip. She knows all things hip. <laughs> yeah, is right. this the 80s? Okay, anyways, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I did not
0: like this movie, I did not think it was good. I the thing I like the premise, I agree with you about Christmas camp, that sounds really fun but it wasn't it wasn't even a camp i just felt like everybody was just sitting around all the time and and uh and like her biggest activity that she seemed to do every day was walk people's dog and i'm thinking they're, they're all talking we're gonna franchise christmas camp and i'm thinking um what are you franchising ear walk my dog that's not fran. like what and like i think a better example of this same story is in uh in, in uh, let it snow with jesse hutch and candace camber because that that lodge has like they celebrate all these different ways that people celebrate christmas they have the different meals and the different traditions and stuff like that and and people come stay there and and that was way more sort of a Christmas camp-type feel to me, that mm-hmm. lodge, than anything we got here. And I didn't think that her and Bobby Campbell got to spend very much time together. And yeah. So that's why their chemistry wasn't very good or wasn't it just wasn't a thing because they weren't in very many scenes together. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that really annoyed me is the the basketball couple you know that he only wants to talk about basketball or and his family only likes basketball or whatever and Mm -hmm. i didn't like how it seemed like their problems which were considerable were sort of solved by the fact that she gets pregnant (laughs) it's like oh we're gonna be great i'm like uh no no (laughs) that's not the way it works (laughs) i uh so i uh I mean, the only thing I really thought was sweet in this movie, and that I I thought really worked was the whole military plot, with mm-hmm. son and that woman and her son coming back from the military, and that was really sweet. That worked, I thought really. Yeah, sweet. but other than that, it wasn't my favorite. Uh, I have I give it, uh, um, one and a half crowns. I have it at fifty four in my ranking. And we watched fifty six Hallmark movies so I don't,
1: honestly I have no idea what I ranked it as and I don't know if I remembered to put it on my ranking <laughs> it was kind of like in the middle of everything yeah so I'm not sure if I even did when was that July it was in July I know I'm sorry we're so
0: far behind it's been one of those things that I keep trying to figure out a way or a, a time to cover it and there just hasn't been a good fit was this on
1: Hallmark um, Movies and Mysteries
0: yeah it was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries
1: Okay it's at 3.1. I gave it a 3.1. Okay. I have no idea what it is on the ranking because I didn't transfer it over because I forgot it existed.
0: Yeah. Good okay <laughs> there we go. All right moving on. So then we have our Aurora Tea Garden movies and I have to say I didn't particularly care for these this whole slate all three of them and I if it's just because I've been so busy uh but I don't know I just I've liked the Aurora T Garden. they've been uh, I mean Graville Mysteries was my favorite of the series, obviously that uh of the true like detective type series, like Science of Delivered is my favorite, but I, I don't know it's different than these, and uh but I don't know, I just found Aurora to be really irritating in all three of these movies, like yes, she's nosy, but she I don't know, I was just like calm down let people do their job especially we'll talk about the third one i was just like it's not even arthur (laughs) (laughs) I, i don't know i i just none of them really were that clever to me i just didn't love them uh but let's talk about the first one so aurora tea garden mysteries cat and mouse so this is someone begins taunting aurora tea garden with cryptic clues left at the crime scene so the librarian turned crime buff attempts to figure out who is behind the creepy game but when the people closest to aurora become targets the game takes on a much more dangerous edge as it points to a planned murder so uh what did you this one has tammy gillis guest starring uh, Mm -hmm. what did you think of this one
1: I liked it. I thought that it was very interesting, the different, um, like, the different way the clues were done. I thought that was super interesting. And also that, I don't know, It kind of just gave an example of, like, how crazy someone can actually be. Uh-huh. The idea of, like, simple jealousy and, like, simply not being able to date someone is going to make you want to murder someone. Like, that's just insane to me. But the thing is, like, there is realities like that. And so, um, mm-hmm. I like did not expect it to be Tammy. I really thought it was the assistant for most yeah. of the show, but then the, but then when it did come to it, oh, it was Tammy. I was like, that's just an example of how some people can one be manipulative and two can just be so obsessed with a person that they lose their, um, I don't know, their, um, Mhm their their head they lose their head i don't know um (laughs) yeah the thing that was kind of odd well not odd but these movies are really the first aurora tea gardens that weren't based off a book written Mm -hmm. by charlene harris Mm -hmm. so these really had no source material anymore and the characters have gone very very far away from the books Mm -hmm. so i think that there was maybe a little bit of a different tone because even though the previous movies had been super loosely based on the books there was still the source material of the mystery and now we've gone away from that like that's completely gone because by now in the books aurora is married and has a kid so like we're way far away from that now and it's not the same mysteries anymore so it did have a little bit of a different tone to me
0: yeah i think you're right there I, i i can see that so this one there i agree with you on some of the strengths i i do think that I, I definitely thought it was that creepy assistant for a long time. She was weird. That teaching assistant. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, was um, Yeah. And I I did think the clues were pretty fun. Uh, where they were and kind of all of that involving the Real Murders Club and all of that. I thought that worked pretty well. I guess what kind of annoyed me about this movie is that, yes... Now Mater is very dreamy. There's no doubt about it. But, I don't know. Just all of these women just...
1: It was a little much to me. Like, I mean, how many attractive guys are there in that town, though? It's a small town.
0: <laughs> yeah, And, like, everyone
1: keeps getting murdered left and right, so, you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's true. But, I mean... Uh, I, I just... It's, it's just... It was just a little hard to i mean not that every because because yeah like the strong fearless woman can be equally as cringy and Mm
1: -hmm. as
0: like the but i don't know it was just kind of like come on ladies like yes he's a pretty face but let's like calm down and uh it was a little much for me and so but i i have this one at 45 in my ranking Um,
1: Um, i also
0: completely forgot about it like i had to sort of go through and be like like i think it would probably be a little higher right after i saw it mm -hmm. but it it just made no lasting impression on me at all and uh so uh yeah i have it at 45 i'd give it um, Two and a half crowns, I guess. I, I yeah, two and a half crowns. All um. right.
1: Well, I have it at number six.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. 4.7
1: It was my favorite of this. Uh, this this like ch- chunk of Aurora tea Gardens actually. Cool. Good. Okay. And the wig.
0: Oh my gosh, what is going on? Like, why not just have her have brown hair? Like. Uh, oh.
1: Like a well, she doesn't, of- though. Candace Cameron Bray has blonde hair. Well, why why give her that horrible wig? <laughs> I don't know. It looked awful. Uh, that I think- girl dyes her hair, though, so much. I understand why she would rather have a wig than dye it, though. Or at least, like,
0: in- come
1: on. Let's invest in a
0: quality wig. It looked awful. I'm sorry. It did. Uh, but, yeah, I, I did like... Tammy Gillis is always great, and she's a quality actress. So, that was good. Um okay then we had uh we have uh, the aurora teagarden uh an inheritance to die for uh so this is a matriarch is poisoned during a family wedding reception and aurora teagarden vows to get to the bottom of the crime especially when her mother a friend of the dead woman stands to inherit the bulk of the massive estate and so this one was my favorite of the three I I liked the whole starting out with sort of the costume, uh, party, uh, swinging. That was fun. I liked that, and uh, and then I think they did a pretty good job. I definitely could have seen it being the, uh, uh the Preston Vanderslyde character. Mm-hmm. Did a pretty good good job, kind of making him, uh, the way that he <laughs> just making him like seem pretty petulant. Uh, I think, and. And ended up being that old man with a grudge, and I, I, I think that it was nice getting to involve uh, Aida more, getting to involve Mary Lou Henner because she's she's really okay. good, so I like that, and yeah, so I have it at 36, and I'd give it three crowns.
1: Okay, I have it right now, like, it was my least favorite of this Aurora t Yarn lineup, Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that's just because, like, what I'm going on in my personal life right now, but I'm just, like, not a huge fan of the whole, like, drama around who gets what type of Mm -hmm. thing, like, that is just so beyond me, so uninteresting to me, and I was, like, it it just really Mm, grinded my gears, um, and again, yeah. that might be because of what's going on in my personal life. But yeah. um yeah, I gave it like a three and it's like number twenty-eight or something on my list. Okay. So.
0: That I can understand that. Uh so yeah, I I did think it was kind of an interesting like wrinkle in it that she would just give the the to give it to just a random person that she goes to lunch with every now and then and then it would be yeah a, you know and she'd have to deal with it that was kind of interesting but yeah i can see your point uh so all right the last one was aurora T. Garden, a very foul play yeah and this is at a gathering of mystery and true crime fans aurora T. Garden's nephew philip is accused of murder when an unplanned on-stage blackout uh, during the play in which he 's performing ends revealing Philip holding the bloody knife at, that has just killed one of the other performers um so this one was my least favorite of the three uh i 'm not a huge Philip fan I, whenever he 's been one i 'm always kind of like eh, don 't love him
1: he 's only been in the past like three or four, yeah,
0: and those his appearance has not been my favorite. And I just found Aurora to be very annoying. Like it's one thing when she's working with her Arthur because Arthur knows and they have kind of an understanding or whatever, mm-hmm. but when this other cop from another like when she's being difficult, you know, you're just kind of like, ah, stop! Like it was just annoying to me, and um, that, uh, and I, I felt like it was the most obvious, and I just just wasn't my favorite uh i i would give it mm, i'll give it two two crowns i have it at 50 whoa (laughs) um
1: i i enjoyed this one a lot the only thing that did turn me off from it is we pretty much had a mystery 101 earlier this year that was yeah similar um except i don't Yeah, it just didn't, it was very close. But I did like this one because of the, like, the convention aspect I thought was really fun and cool. And then to see Aurora working with, or not working with, but annoying cops from other places. And also seeing Lynn and Arthur in that situation of where it's not their jurisdiction. And even though they want to help, like, they can't. Uh Um, so that was really cool to me. I actually really enjoy Phillip's character, um... Because in some of the books, like, Aurora has a little brother and stuff that's, like, involved. Uh And so I think Philip is kind of supposed to be, like, that character. Uh Um, And so, like, someone that Aurora feels like she needs to take care of and stuff like that. Um, So I do enjoy his character. And, you know, I felt for him. I'm like, Uh dude, why are you getting accused of murder right now? But, yeah, yeah, I I have it at number 10. And I gave it a 4.5
0: oh oh wow. okay good very good yeah i it's just a question of like whether that sort of anno- like what you liked was kind of the stuff that irritated me and so you know that's just kind of the flip of the coin there <laughs> but so i can see that and uh and, yeah uh so all right so there we go that's our tea garden and then uh you got to i actually have not seen the Chronicle Mysteries, The Deep End. Mm-hmm. I, it was why I was at D23. I just have not had a chance to catch up on it. Uh, so, Amy, what did you think of the Chronicle Mysteries, The Deep End?
1: Well, it's probably not my most favorite of these Chronicle Mysteries ones. Um, it was just kind of weird. I, I didn't like how the wife was accused of everything in this whole the whole uh-huh. thing and it was like they didn't want anyone else to be suspects at least in like the court case aspect of it um and just like who actually ended up killing him i was like okay this is really dumb um and that you know it was all based around illegal card games and stuff and illegal you know poker betting or whatever and um it just that just wasn't my favorite pe- premise i didn't mm-hmm. really like the mystery um did they involve well, the podcast any better? Not really. Also, three? I feel like it should be... I don't know if this is legal to actually be making a podcast about an ongoing investigation.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, originally the whole idea was that there was going to be, like, cold cases that she was looking yeah. into. And, and now, I mean, that's one of the things that irritates me about the series is that it's supposed to be, a po- like... It's, she's just turned into a reporter. She's not a podcaster.
1: See, I, maybe because in this, uh, in this aspect she had, she was a relative or a friend of the people, so, like, they've Uh given her permission, I guess. Um, and, like, with crime podcasts, at least the ones I've heard of, I don't really listen to that many, um, Uh they talk about cold cases and they do go through, like, it, to me, it is reporting crime podcasts. Uh Because they're going through what happened, all the different suspects, in- interviewing people that were involved. So it is just audio reporting in a way, I would think. And okay. then trying to, like, give, like, possible outcomes and stuff. Uh-huh. But it just seems weird that now she's, like, also the editor of the paper. And it's just it's strange um but i do think they have great chemistry and they had really good chemistry in this one the two of them mm-hmm. and even the daughter was a little like hey so like um you you want a date or something like kind of. <laughs> yeah. um so yeah that was cute i think they have good chemistry i like the idea that they work together and you know it makes a little bit more sense that they'd be involved in crime being reporters but than some of the other ones <laughs> um mm-hmm. but yeah it wasn't my favorite of the chronicle mysteries by far and okay. i don't even think i have a rating for it so uh, how many crowns do you think you'd give it um i got a
0: solid like 2.8 okay <laughs> it did uh, did they get any of the side characters because those can be fun drew and cole i think it's colleen or eileen any any fun fun stuff with any of them um or it was just basically is eileen or... the blonde one yeah Wonder, yes. but stop.
1: so she helped them out like they were not able to work in the news office anymore so like they were over at his house and she came along and was helping them investigate stuff oh okay so she was cute and then um there was a really cute moment at the end where um as a thank you uh she gave the daughter and eileen i didn't even know what her name was it's <laughs> colleen or eileen i can't remember okay um yeah. gave them like little like thank you like spa baskets I was like thank you for helping me out you didn't have to do that and it was really cute okay yeah cool.
0: good all right well I'll, I'll eventually catch up on with it but let's talk about uh the witness to murder a Darrow mystery <laughs> uh so this is our fourth daro and daro movie uh with uh kimberly williams paisley tom cavanaugh wendy malik lala fitzgerald so we got to interview alicia Rotaro for the i got to interview her for the podcast she plays a major role in this as the uh person on trial and uh in this you see a continuation of the back and forth between uh Tom Cavanaugh's character between Miles and Claire and the witty banter is both there professionally and in their personal life. Uh, you have uh, Lila's character. Lou is running for class president. So she gets a lot of advice from the, from her grandma and from uh, her mom. And that's really cute. Uh, I thought the mystery was pretty good is actually the woman who uh, kind of framed or uh gave uh the uh, winnie malik's character i forget her name gave her sort of a bad name and she had to leave new york uh she kind of she ends up getting accused of something and martin cummings is in this one which is he's really fun in it and this movie was good. It was great. And they had great banter between the two of them. Uh, I thought the case was pretty well done. Uh, I, I thought the, the writing was very solid. And uh, I if you like the series, which I just can't imagine anyone that likes courtroom dramas at all not liking the series. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really high on it. I thought it was great. Uh, and I'm going to give it 4.0. Seven five. One last thing I wanted to cover was they basically had a Hallmark copycat over on Netflix. Uh this it's it was basically the same premise of the all of my all of my heart, the first one. And it's called Falling in Love. I N N Love. Uh and this stars Christina Milian and Adam Demos. And she plays, Christina plays this woman who uh, she uh, she's on kind of hard times, she sort of loses her job or something like that. She and she gets dumped by her boyfriend, feeling frustrated. So she enters this contest to win this inn in New Zealand and just kind of off of the just figures, why not? So she enters and she ends up winning and she gets there and to new zealand and it turns out it's basically like this this money pit this the shambles and so she starts trying to kind of uh fix it up and uh, making it like eco an eco concern uh, conscious in and she meets handsome contractor uh <laughs> the uh i forget his name but adam and he was so hunky in this movie it was great and they had I think pretty fun chemistry and it there's like a few little things that because it's made by the same company who makes most a lot of the Hallmark stuff with Mar Vista, and there but there were a few things that made it either you could see why either Hallmark passed or it was made directly for Netflix just a few little things like she's there's a little bit more PDA than you'd see in Hallmark. There's a, a, she's in like a bikini at a certain point. You wouldn't usually see that in Hallmark. There's, um, it's just, just a few little things, but it's still perfectly fine for anybody. And uh, it, it was, it was really cute. <laughs> it's uh, it's not going to win any Emmys, but I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was sweet. I gave it a fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and uh uh so if you are looking for a cute little uh you know hallmark type romance with an international flair a little bit then check it out it's fun i'd give it like i'd give it probably like on our crown system comparing to these hallmark movies i'd probably give it a four, four times. Right. Mm-hmm. it was fun it was good so I'll be able to, to check it out before we start our previews, uh, let's talk a little bit about our sponsor for this episode. We have Care of, which is a great little vitamin company that sends you uh, that sends you vitamins, personalized vitamins. Twenty five percent off at takecareof.com With if you enter. Uh, Hallmarkies uh, right now, you can get a great deal on your first order. Have this great quiz that when you take it, it helps you to know kind of what vitamins that you most need, and then they send them to you in these really cute little packets with your name. And uh, they're, I think, a really great attention to detail in their planning of the products. Uh, You had a chance to try Care of Amy. What did you think of what you got?
1: I absolutely loved it specifically because I just went back to school recently and a lot of times I'll forget to take my vitamins in the morning. And because they are these individual packages for each day, I can just pick one up, throw one in my bag so that I make sure I take my vitamins. It's been a really help um, for, you know, my busy college schedule. um, And it's been really awesome. I've been taking my vitamins a lot more regularly than I used to.
0: And it's not just a sort of a vitamin, you know, mm-hmm. generic vitamin. It's, uh, it's once particularly catered to your needs from taking the quiz, which is, I think what makes it great. Mm-hmm. So you can uh, get 25% off at takecareof.com. We, if you enter uh, Hallmarkies uh, right now, you can get a great deal on your first order. So definitely check it out. So now we're going to go into preview mode and we aren't pre we are- for this episode, we are not previewing Fall Harvest because that's actually coming up next week. We're review, We're previewing Fall Harvest with our buddy Bran from Deck the Hallmark. It's going to be on. It's going to be very fun. And uh, we get a chance to talk to him, the true uh, lover of Hallmark <laughs> 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 and, uh, uh, over there. And so I'm actually really, really excited to get to interview him and talk with him. And, uh, and so that's why we're not proving those here, but we have a bunch of mysteries and uh, (laughs) one other film this weekend. Yeah.
1: Guys, we have a calendar that would scare people. (laughs) (laughs) Like we were planning and I was like, oh geez, Uh, um, (laughs) how are we going to do all this? All right. We're going to do it.
0: But like, still. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it is pretty terrifying. I
1: don't know. Uh, Very color coded. Very color coded.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you follow us, you should follow us on Instagram because I posted a whole Insta story showing the calendar. And that's not even the full calendar. We haven't gotten the up or the ion or the uh Netflix, you know, release oh. dates. It's not even as colorful
1: as it's gonna get.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be but. so
1: colorful. It's gonna make my brain
0: hurt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'm so excited about some of the fun stuff we have planned and that uh that are maybe not set yet but are in the works and it's gonna mm-hmm. be great. Uh so let's talk about some previews. Woo! So we have two Mystery 101 movies coming up. Yay
1: <laughs> and so you've enjoyed the first two. Oh I love Mystery 101 and it is not just because her name is Amy. I think it's fantastic. <laughs>
0: oh, that's right for gonna well it is my cousin so she should like it. <laughs> um so yeah i mean we do uh, the pod, friends of the podcast we're definitely jill wagner and christopher paloja um i really liked the first one the second one wasn't as good to me as far as a case i didn't think it was as i didn't like it as much um but uh, maybe it was just the first one I had my dad on the podcast so it was pretty pretty fun <laughs> and hopefully we can get my dad back on it's it's tough to get my dad to watch television at all so that was kind of a mini miracle <laughs> but maybe maybe someday mm-hmm. uh, so uh, anyway so this first one mystery 101 words can kill and they, i don't know did you have a chance to watch the mysteries uh preview show there did? was a mysteries
1: preview show <laughs>
0: that answers that yes there was there was mystery's preview show uh with Brennan elliott and lisa chabert hosting where they covered all of these but uh so the it was pretty good special it made me die laughing because yeah, you know, all these preview shows for some reason they feel the need to bring out larissa and her puppies uh and i was like they're not going to do that for the mystery show like
1: what but they did <laughs> Guys, I'm starting to feel personally attacked by the Hallmark preview shows. I'm kidding. Like, I'm not. Like, I'm fine. It's just I'm saying, like, I don't like seeing a bunch of puppies, all right? (laughs) Especially
0: in a mystery show. Like, what are you dealing with murder? And, like, I mean, it's bizarre. Can we get
1: some cats in here, please? Yes, that's right. That's right. Like, even hamsters. Where's the love for the hamsters? Or the turtles or something? Other animals can be adopted. Let's have a small animals adoption event. Yes, okay. Anyway. We have
0: bunnies. We should <laughs> yes. Have bunnies. Bunnies would be great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, that was hilarious. But um, uh, Mystery 101, Words Can Kill, when a guest at the college book festival is killed. Amy and Travis clash after he arrests an unlikely person for murder uh Amy must fight to prove he's got the wrong person behind bars. Now in the preview they show uh, that the person that's arrested is her mm-hmm. father. Oh <gasps> uh, I know. Spoiler. <sighs> yes. So and they were saying in this in the in the preview show that that they come to real clash it clashes Ooh. in this obviously. No, why would yeah.
1: They got so, so close to getting together last time, and now they're just gonna I ruin know. it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I'm not so, gonna like it. I know it. That, that kind of intrigues me,
0: though. That we're gonna get sort of more conflict, and, and like in addition to just being a case. But there's also gonna be that kind of relationship side of things too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, 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 I'm pretty intrigued. I think it should be. Good. i think it was maybe the play aspects of it that i didn't actually love last time and it was just something i just didn't love it but uh yeah what do you think as far as your preview say one to five uh what would you give it as far as your anticipation for words can kill
1: uh three
0: three okay good <laughs> um i probably say i'm gonna say a four okay <laughs> yeah yeah uh so okay Then next one is Mystery One Hundred One Dead Talk, which is a pretty good title. I like that dead talk. Um, Amy heads to Seattle to give a TED Talk instead of, but it's a dead talk. I'm sorry, I think that's funny, um, but uh, Amy heads to Seattle to give a TED Talk style lecture. When a tech genius dies, Amy suspects foul play. When local cops shut her out, Travis joins forces with Amy to figure out uh, the who done it. So this sounds really fun. Actually, I like the yeah. fact that both of them are kind of on the outside,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and so I think that could be fun. The, them sort of teaming up. yeah definitely for the dead talk
1: and and it's like so does he have to go all the way to seattle just to help her out like yeah evidently that seems good that
0: you know it's a good sign for their relationship yeah exactly so so maybe things end on a high
1: note at the end of words can kill Mm -hmm. let's hope let's hope maybe they (laughs) kiss and then the whole time it's like dead talk they're like helping each other out and they're trying to like tiptoe around each other because they're like Oh, no, we kiss. We don't know what to do. I'm just yeah. making things up here, guys. where
0: the show <laughs> takes place. Do you remember? I can't even remember. Is it far away from Seattle? Beats me. <laughs> yeah. So that one I'm pretty hyped for. I think it would be really good. So I'm going to give it 4.5. I'm going to give it a 5. Ah, very Why not? Good. Let's go for it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Then we have your favorite series, Crossword Ew. Mysteries. <laughs> so, you know, we're all kind of, the first movie, the things I did like about the first movie is I did think it was pretty clever, the clues within the crossword puzzle. And I did like the the fact that it was actually set in New York was kind of nice because it's, mm-hmm. Little more believable than these small towns with all these people getting murdered, yeah. Uh, And also, uh, I I like I like Brandon Eleyage and Lisa chabert together, and I thought their characters. And I like Barbara Niven. I thought they underused her in the first one, but I saw I saw potential in this series in the first one. It wasn't it wasn't the best, but I
1: saw potential.
0: I have it a thirty nine the first one out of so yeah but anyway so you were not a fan
1: no okay
0: okay <laughs> um yeah and it was hilarious how they get through uh downtown manhattan in like <laughs> two minutes. seconds yeah that was hilarious uh so this one it's worth uh is proposing murder and it's Tess dives into Logan's murder investigation of her friend who is about to propose with her help as she grows closer to the truth, she fears it could ruin everyone's happily ever after and that this is the third wedding related murder that we've had in just this summer, just since summer. You
1: know people get jealous at weddings and then they just die. I don't know <laughs> evidently it's a it's a very
0: very risky number um so yeah i mean i think it sounds like because i was like how the heck are they going to make a series out of this with them being puzzles in the in the crosswords like what uh and so yeah, that, like they're gonna start to clue in. <laughs> you can't have that for more than one uh so what they're kind mm-hmm. of doing according to the preview show is there he's gonna kind of turn to her because she's a puzzle solver and because she's really great at, at this she is kind of turned to her for advice mm-hmm. uh, so I, that's pretty believable i guess i don't know
1: uh so what are your thoughts about this one uh, do i have to watch it no um no, you don't. <laughs> um it's you know it'll be okay it's not gonna be my favorite i'm really thinking that hallmark is beating, just beating into us that Lacey Chabert and Brennan Elliott need to be together. Like, I am just, I don't think they have good chemistry. I do not, like, they, I enjoy them separately, but uh-huh. I don't like them as a couple. Uh-huh. Honestly, I could see them more being siblings than in a relationship. Uh-huh. Okay? So I just think these are weird, and I just, I, you know what, I, I don't remember what their character names are anymore, because now they've been yeah. so many things together. I can't
0: remember either but I I do hope they use Barbara Niven more because she was kind of just an exposition dump character the Mm -hmm. first one she was just an excuse for Lacey's character to like eat dinner with her and just tell her all the clues and that's that she's better than that
1: like they should can we just make it the Barbara Niven mysteries and (laughs) of the
0: other two (laughs) I'd watch that all day uh so yeah get her off of Chesapeake Shores and into her own mystery show I'd I'm fine with that but I, I actually I'm going to give it a three I still I'm not 100% convinced this this new format or whatever is going to work I like I liked the puzzle part of the first one this attorney mm-hmm. for sort of advice as a puzzle solver uh but I I liked enough about the first one to be mildly curious about this second one so then the next one is crossword mysteries Abracadab- abracadabra <laughs> Not abracadabra uh, so this is during her birthday celebration. Tess and Logan—that's their names. Tess and Logan finally wrapped <laughs> up in a world that isn't what it seems when the headlining magician at the Magic Manor winds up dead. She's on stage when the when the when the event uh with the magic happens. That's what they said in the. Uh, in the preview show mm-hmm. and i actually think this sounds kind of bonkers and sort of fun and i tend to like the mysteries a little bit better when they don't take themselves super seriously mm-hmm. a little bit ridiculous uh for me <laughs> like a little bit campy i kind of like that yeah uh and the whole idea of i guess she's throwing quite the birthday party got to give her yeah. that i mean you have well,
1: a this- on stage this sounds like, because it says they're at a magic manor, it's basically, I think they're kind of going off of the magic castle in LA, uh-huh. is what it sounds like to me. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's yeah. basically this castle where there's magicians and they perform and they have dinners and stuff and you can have parties there and everything. It's yeah. expensive, but yeah, that's yeah. basically what this sounds like to me.
0: So this is an epic party. This must be like her, uh-huh. her 40th birthday or something
1: like that. 40th? How old is i mean
0: 40 that's for sure i'm looking it up uh, she is thirty thirty six. 36 so i was a little bit harsh but <laughs> still it's the kind of activity you do for like a milestone birthday not like an everyday birthday yeah but she looks
1: young so like her character could be turning 30 fair okay you're nicer than i am <laughs> Thank
0: you, <gotcha. laughs> um so yeah the uh anyway so she's having a Lacey bear worthy birthday party and the magician ends up dead and uh i don't know this one sounds a lot more fun to me than the first one uh the, the we just the one we just uh, re- previewed uh so i'm gonna be generous i'm gonna give this four crowns i just think it's i like the whole magic element i think it's gonna be fun we'll see but uh what what do you think about this one as far as preview.
1: Um, you know, I, I just think it's going to be a little, um, like a little too not serious. Uh If that makes sense. Like, I think it's going to be a little bit too out there that I'm not going to be as, um, invested in it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) See,
0: that's, we are like on flip sides of the coin when it comes to mystery sometimes, because I like the camp. You want the more realism which is fine. Yeah. You know, it's just different, different tastes. Um, all right. And we have another, this is on the, on the, I actually skipped ahead, uh, because the crosswords are going to be on mystery one it's one is going to be on the 15th and the 22nd. Mm-hmm. And on the, the, our next one that we're gonna talk about is actually on the 29th. It's the Ruby herring mysteries, her last breath. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of the first Ruby herring?
1: um her hair was awful that's so and that's the thing that's all i can remember from that movie and i don't even remember if it was good or not and i live tweeted that one too okay but the thing is it was just so bad that that's the only thing i took from that movie which is awful because i'm sure it was a good mystery or something
0: no it really wasn't a good mystery it was a pretty (laughs) silly story and not a fun silly uh, but I do love Stephen Hussar, and I think he is mm-hmm. just so handsome. So mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of his. And I I, I like Taylor Cole. She can be good. Uh, but yeah, I agree on the hair was awful. And the story was just was just too much with all these battling bakers with the revenge and stuff like that. And oh, that was that
1: one? Yeah. And oh, I okay. Like, yeah, no, I didn't like it that much.
0: I think, uh, <laughs> the, the killer was like, named Candy or something like that. It was... Yeah, I remember that. Baker. <laughs>
1: it was a lot. See, that was the first mystery of the year. So I was really yeah. nice to it and I gave it a three. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, my dad uh,
0: was, was on that one reviewing. So it'll always be memorable in that regard for me uh, <laughs> for for that. So, all right. So this second one, it did look like her hair in the preview show was was a little better. Was a okay. Little, little calmer (laughs) so that's good and uh so ruby herring and detective jake killian which is a great detective name jake killian uh investigate a suspicious fatal car accident They solve the case, then Ruby finds new evidence that casts doubt on their conclusion. And the one thing I do like about this mystery is that she's an investigative reporter for her job. So at least it's more natural that she's Mm -hmm. investigating stuff. And her dad was a famous uh, detective or something. And so I feel like at least it kind of makes a little more sense. Um, So yeah, I i this one looks the plot doesn't sound i mean it sounds very generic the plot yeah. uh so but i'll get i'm gonna give it three a three in my preview just hopefully they learned and made it better from the first one <laughs> okay. yep i agree okay good <laughs> all right one last one we have on the sixth of october because uh, it's so it'll be yeah the sixth is matchmaker mysteries and then the crosswords are on the 13th and the 20th. So I kind of messed it up in the order. But anyway, so Matchmaker Mysteries. This is a new series. They haven't given it a, 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 a colon yet. <laughs> sub, gotcha. sub title yet. Uh, so this is uh, stars Danica McKellar, Victor and Victor Webster and Bruce Boxlider. The woman is murdered and her fiance is the prime suspect successful matchmaker angie works to prove her client's innocence much to the dismay of kyle the detective working the case so that so yeah though this is another one where it's like how do you make a series on this because how many of her clients can get murdered
1: or murdered or framed for murder or be involved in a murder way? Also- question if she's just a matchmaker wouldn't she have been involved in the beginning of their relationship and then after that she does not really like what relationship does she have once they're engaged
0: yeah. right yeah it's a fiance yeah,
1: yeah so it's- unless this was one of her friends previously before she was her matchmaker or something it'd be kind of weird but who knows
0: yeah and it's it, it is it just seems like a stretch and also it just seems like how do you make a show off of this you're gonna have multiple (laughs) examples of her clients getting murdered or
1: like being accused of crimes or something like yeah also how realistic is it to be a matchmaker in 2019 with all the dating apps well it depends I mean, it on where seems it's a little far-fetched to me
0: it depends on where it's set i i yeah. guess the whole thing because it's she's supposedly a reality tv person oh okay matchmaker because it's all based on that uh million dollar matchmaker lady i forget her name gotcha okay that yeah. makes more sense um and so and and i there are professional matchmakers in cities like new york and and yeah it just it wouldn't be
1: like the small town or anything like that like it'd have to be big city with a lot of rich people like that's why i was just gonna say very wealthy clients yeah
0: people that would hire a professional matchmaker like that Mm -hmm. and so yeah i mean the clip they showed looked serviceable it looked it looked fine i like victor webster i i and I, it'll be interesting to see if Danica McKellar can pull this off. She's always such a soft s- spirit to me. You know what I mean? There's just such mm-hmm. a sweetness to her that I kind of wonder if she can pull off being a uh, uh, an investigator, a, you know, a mystery. Because she seems like the kind of person that if she saw a dead body, she'd like be traumatized for a year. You know, she just has a gentle soul about her to me. And so it's going to be interesting if she can kind of pull off that that more tiny bit more gritty side.
1: Mhm-, Yeah. No, I completely agree. I don't see Danica McKellar as being the mystery type. I'd see maybe more. Well, because this is involved with murder, though. Like I could see her more in like mysteries involving like bank knife or, or... or like yeah, someone like that yeah, rather that's... than
0: murder. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I I'm gonna uh I'm gonna give it two and a half. A two and a half. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go the same. Okay, very good. All right, last one to preview. We are gonna talk about this weekend. We have a, a new Hallmark movie. It's one of those in between season movies <laughs> that's coming out called Forever in My Heart. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, it stars Merritt Patterson and Jack Turner. Jenna and Charlie found love in Ireland, but their dreams drove them apart. Five years later, they re- reunite, and Jenna has to decide where her heart belongs—back home, or in the Emerald Isle. So, what are what are your thoughts about this? Are you excited for this weekend?
1: Yes. Um, does Jack Turner have an Irish accent, or is he going to pretend to have one? Because I am down for that. <laughs> I think he did in the in the preview. Well, then I am a hundred times excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is i love irish movies i am irish myself um yeah. so i'm i'm excited this is gonna be fun
0: yeah gonna be a fun one to me <laughs> yeah and i feel like a lot of times these in between movies mm-hmm. can be like have been good. good yeah yeah because they it's like they don't have to do all those same kind of like season things yeah uh, <laughs> they're just kind of because i loved uh I think it was Just Add uh, Romance mm-hmm. from this year. That was sort of an in betweener. It's still in my top ten of the year, and uh, so I I'm feeling really positive about this. I think it'll be really cute, and uh, I I've liked uh, Merritt Patterson in. I mean, I really like Christmas Cottage, and I liked her princess movie. I thought it was cute, and yeah. So, uh, yeah, pretty much I've, I've liked, uh, her, uh, um, her in all her Hallmark movies. So, and I feel like her and Jack Turner will have nice chemistry. He's been good. Yeah. In all the movies he's been in. So I don't feel I like liked
1: I, him in that, um, Summer Prince movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was good in that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That one's, pr- that one's, that one's decent. And, uh, I like him in the One Winter movies a lot, a lot. I love those movies. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot to be excited about, and just uh, Ireland would be really pretty, and it will be uh, really fun. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I would give it,
1: um, four point five. Um, yeah. Um, yep. I'm not gonna give it a five <laughs> because I'm optimistic. So I'm gonna go with four point five.
0: Good. Great. So we do have some patron responses, uh, for for these ones we've talked about. Fun. Um, Ooh, yay! Yeah. So I asked, uh, what people thought of the films that we were uh, reviewing, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Lauren, patron Lauren, she says that the one she's seen, that uh, rora tigar and Cat and Mouse, she gives two point five out of five. Uh, Inheritance to Die For, she gives a three. And a very foul play. She gives three point five. Nice. Chronicle mysteries. She gives a four. She thought it was the best one in series so far. So then our friend Becky. She uh, she rate. She gave Christmas camp a one. <laughs> <laughs> gave Cat and Mouse a two. Uh, Inheritance to die for a three. And then a very foul play. The uh, Chronicle mysteries and Darrow. She gave all fours. Nice. Our, our friend Scott. He. Uh, gave Christmas Camp two point five. Uh, he says meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cat and Mouse, he gave three point five. He enjoyed the suspense. Inheritance to Die For, he gave a three. Very foul play, a three. The Deep End, three point five. Darrow and there's, he says that he has about forty minutes left, but he f- says it feels like a three. So okay. And then Alonso Trophy says the only one I saw was Christmas Camp, and that's a one. So, I'll blame them there. So, for the previews, so Elisa, Elisa Paros has said, Forever in My Heart, she gives a four. Uh, Words Can Kill, she gives a five. Dead Talk, she gives a five. Proposing Murder, or the crosswords, Proposing Murder, she gives a three. ever Cadaver, a four. Ruby Herring, she gives a one. And Matchmaker Mysteries, she gives a two. Hmm. Uh, Lauren, you uh, go, says, Forever in My Heart, she gives a four. Words can kill a five. Dead talk five. Proposing crosswords proposing murder a three. Abercaderid a three. Ruby herring a two. And matchmaker a three.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, Becky says that uh, "forever my heart." She gives a three. Words can kill a five. Dead talk a five. So everyone's super pumped about those. Uh, mystery one-on-ones uh mm-hmm. crossroads proposing murder a three Abercadaver, a three uh ruby herring a three and mastering mysteries a two so mm-hmm. everybody's pretty not that excited about matchmaker yeah which is sad but... I know. <laughs> um, okay and then scott he says forever in my heart a five ireland he's very excited about that yes <laughs> uh, words can kill a four dead talk a four proposing murder a three uh abracadabra a three ruby herring a three and master of mysteries a three so there we go that's the patron so consider becoming a patron it's really really fun we sure appreciate it so much so there you go we did it we have talked about all of the movies that we missed that we haven't been able to review and we previewed the ones that we haven't been able to preview so it's just a really fun little weird podcast but i really did enjoy doing it with you so thanks so much amy for <laughs> Taking the time to do this and uh let, no us, let us know if you're listening what you thought of the ones we talked about and what you think about the ones that are coming up that we talked about. <laughs> yep. That would be great. Uh put in the comment section or on Twitter. We'd
1: love to hear your thoughts. People find you. Uh you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at It's Amy Craig.
0: Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So definitely check that out. Yeah, if you make sure you're following the podcast at Hummer's Pod, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, if you can give us your ratings and reviews, We really appreciate it and if you're listening on youtube if you can subscribe to the channel give us a thumbs up that really helps us out as well and uh so thanks so much you guys really appreciate it we got tons of fun stuff coming in the in the future it's going to be great and uh so yay we're really excited and so Mm -hmm. thanks a lot and we will talk to you all later bye bye guys